the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Happy 1st of February, 2024. It's the kickoff to a new month, the second month in the year. I can't believe we're already here. I tell you, every time it feels like we come onto the radio, I'm looking at the calendar like, how did we get here from there? I mean, this is nutty stuff. It's been... Uh, it's been a whole month since we rang in the new year. I, and I think I was down in Florida when that happened. Craziness. George Brockler on The George Show on this Thursday. Uh, weather today is going to be the best it's going to be for the foreseeable future. So saith the uh, the bone rollers uh, out there in the weather world. 62 degrees a high again. I think that was yesterday, too. I, I still couldn't find an excuse to be outside other than in my car for all the work that was going on yesterday. Tomorrow... 52 degrees, which sounds nice, but rain starts to develop Saturday and Sunday, rain and snow. It had been snow on Sunday, but they've changed it up. They've decided to go rain and snow, 42, 40 degrees. That's a change. They had us going to 38 before. They're constantly tweaking this. What they don't ever do, and again, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to solve this with the time I have on the radio, but I really want them to do an uh, after-action review. Like in the rearview mirror, we need to see what they predicted and what actually happened. I just give them two, three days. It's not going to happen. Monday, 48. Tuesday, 50. Wednesday, 53. None of those matter because, as we've been told before, um, that's it, folks. They just don't know after three days. They really have no clue after three minutes. But three days, they've said, "We, we really can't tell you anything that's going on. This day in history, thank you to our good friend Aaron who hooks us up. That uh, that was yesterday, and and for those of you that aren't tracking, uh, that was our little homage to Groundhog Day because today, this uh, Friday, the second of February, is Groundhog Day. Some of you were like, "My God, why are they replaying yesterday's show?" That was it right there. This was our. Bill Murray, Andy McDowell moment right here on uh, KNUS. My name is George Brockler. This is The George Show. Uh, weather today, it, not much changed, by the way. I'm I'm pretty, uh, I don't know, I'm pretty complimentary of the weather guys today because it was relatively consistent. 53 degrees today, rain develops. 42 um, tomorrow, Saturday, and 40 degrees Sunday. All have little precipitation symbols on them, rain and snow, morning flurries, all that other stuff. I don't think it's going to be too bad. At one point, Jeff last night said, I think it's going to be seven inches. I'm like, what? I've never heard anything like that. So I don't know. Maybe he's got some other kind of a weather app out there that he's looking at. But uh, not me. Uh, I just go off of the piece of papers that Billy gives, and uh, we just sort of trust that they're going to happen. Um, by the way, any trivia last night, Billy? No, not at all. Uh, yeah, I was at home last night, which is nice. What? Yeah, yeah. It was That, that doesn't happen very often, so... Yeah, hung out a little bit with the family, um, spent some time, uh, won't go too far into it, uh, but yesterday afternoon, my son's soccer team had played, mine had played earlier in the week, and so my son and I spent about half an hour or so just watching some highlights, because it was interesting, um, I will keep this short, his team yesterday, Manchester United, playing um, Wolverhampton Wanderers, uh, the Wolves, 
Uh, they go up 3-0. There were a grand total of seven goals scored in the game. So all those people say, oh, I want 0-0 ties. Seven goals scored in the game. Two of them scored in injury time, the tail what? end of the at tail end of the game. So Manchester goes up three nothing. Yeah. Wolves come back three one. Then Wolves make a dynamic substitution for a striker that is causing what Manchester. What makes it a dynamic substitution? Um, is starts, there a lot of drama? Uh, yes, it is. There's some drama. Sometimes uh, there are some uh, people that are felled on the pitch, and they have to. Be, no, I'm kidding. Um, the idea is it, it changes dynamic, meaning that it changes the strategy. It changes how Wolves were playing and makes Manchester change on the fly. Um, unlike with with football and even with basketball and baseball, where you can call timeouts or you have um, breaks to reset your strategy. You don't have those in soccer. So you literally go, okay, I'm going to change this, but I'm going to take this guy. I'm taking him off. I'm bringing this guy on, and now we're going to attack this way. And he became a real problem for Manchester. Ends up scoring in about the 86th minute. So now it is three to two. Go into nine minutes of extra time, minute and a half in extra time. The substitute scores again for Wolves. Oh my gosh, it's three. Three. What and in the world? Yeah, we got nine minutes of extra time rolling, and we've scored about ninety seconds in. So rolling ro- keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Young kid from Manchester United uh, has only had a, a handful of starts over the course of a weekend. Plays kind of a defensive midfielder. Think of him as a linebacker in yeah, football. Yeah, That's yeah, kind yeah. of his role. Uh, is just outside the penalty box. Takes the ball, slides it between one of the Wolves players' legs. Runs, oh, you so know, moves speak. around, moves around another one of the players. And sets up a shot and curls that shot from the left side of the goal around into that right hand post and wins the game with what? a minute left. The the backup dude or the yeah no guy? he's no he's a young guy young guy yeah. he's a young player he played the entire game um, Manu from Manchester United but this is a young kid who at the tail end of the game it's the idea of yeah, that yeah. that clock is counting down and he is that quarterback he is that point amazing guard. he takes it and as a young kid turns and says I got this. And for him to not not to, to to defer to some of the older players around him, he found this edge wow. and said, "If I get here, I got a shot at this." And it's a beautiful shot. And crowd goes wild, and they were and they were the visitors as well. Which so, sport was this? Um, it was curling. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually but that anyway, explains your use yeah. of the term. Yes, it's new full contact curling though. So both teams are on the ice <laughs> a lot at the same of time. Yeah, there is a lot of rubbing. Yeah, those, those brooms. There's some yeah some chafing there. Uh huh. Yeah. Listen, uh, <laughs> that does sound cool. I wish I could cool. appreciate any game like yeah. that. I can't. It was nice. Yeah. I can play the role of um, color commentator to the NFL, as can most dudes or dudettes that yeah. have watched the game for very long, you can predict what they're going to say. Oh, yeah. you, can, uh, you can overachieve Dan Deerdorf. Oh, God, um, yeah. And, and for my men, was it Gre- uh, Olsen, the, the former tight end guy? Uh, Greg Olson? Greg Olson, yeah. he's still on there, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. Yeah. He's, he's more likable than he gives me insight. Uh, he, he's very likable, and what he says is very, is, is very surface. He's yeah. not as bad as some used to be, um, but I wish he would give me a little more depth about the why rather than yeah. rather than being so much. And he's, he's, he's great for both sides, yeah, yeah. but there are times I'm like, it seems like you want to have your ears scratched or like you want me to tell you you're a good boy just because of how enthusiastic you are about this and rather tell me why this works so well. Yeah, I, I like that. him. I like him. I like Tony Romo. Yeah. Some of the others, I can't, I'm not really like Chris Collinsworth has probably had his day. He's I like Chris. Chris. Is, he's an institution, but oh, you know, I, I like Chris. I like his voice, but he's done. And the reason is, Chris, the the game has passed him by. And what I mean by that is, not that he doesn't understand the game, the commentator game. Yeah, uh, what he provides as a color commentator is worthless. Uh, it's absolutely <laughs> worthless. Don't there's sugarcoat nothing. it, man. No, Come right no, out. There's nothing. He is, and again, nice guy. Appreciate his work. He has been an institution. 
but the level of color commentary that he offers is atrocious. And the reason being, the vast majority of those people that are really interested in this play Madden. They understand oh, yeah. the X's and O's yeah, on a yeah. level that when Chris started, nobody did. Yeah. And Chris really needs to give yeah. the audience a little more insight and understand they can meet him at a level that he's not used to. He, I don't think he understands the level of comprehension so much of the audience wants. Like there was uh, one of the playoff games. Uh, he's talking about um, Amon St. Ra. And uh, no, I'm on St. John. St. John, isn't it? I'm on Ra St. John. There's a lot of Ra's out there. There's a lot of Ra Ra. Ra Ra John John or something. Johnny Ron Ron John's. I don't know. Ron John John John's. I don't know. I think he's a senator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's uh, uh, one of the guys for the Detroit Lions. And uh, he's talking about, oh, it was hard to tackle him because he has very strong legs. You know, his dad's a power lifter. Yeah, last time I checked, Dad's not playing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's the genetics, Billy. <laughs> I know, but but the, the idea of that it just uh, that is such an awful thing to say because you're not giving me. I just watched them not tackle him. I just watched them with his really strong legs walk several guys forward. You don't need to tell me what I just saw. Tell me why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or it. or That's... at least go back and show how the play, you know, developed yes. in such a way. Here's why this thing didn't yep. work. You that, know, that's where Tony Romo nails it. Yeah. Tony Romo is hands down the best at it because he. The number of times I appreciate him going, "Ooh, that was a tough read," because here's the open guy, and they go back and they say he missed this read, or he will tell me, "Oh, the quarterback made that throw because he saw this." He saw this at the line, and then when they did this and they came off the line, the defense reacted this way, and here it is. And he'll even go down to say, the pass is open here, but he delivered it here. And that's why it wasn't made. If he would have thrown it a second sooner, if he would have done this sooner, if he would not have thrown in this, it, he, he really tells you why it didn't work. I appreciate him, and I believe in my heart, right here, right here in my heart. It's yeah, tiny. Yeah. Well, it like used the to Grinch. Be, yeah. yeah, it's, it's tiny. But I believe that Chris Collinsworth can deliver that. But I believe he doesn't because he doesn't believe that the audience is there with him. I think that someone needs oh. to say, Chris, give us more of the depth as far as what you're seeing on the field the, as a wide receiver. The guys who I want to be when I grow up and who I just yeah. marvel at the lives they've lived um, are the dudes that are next to those guys. So, like, yeah. you know, when you talk about the Al Michaels. Yep. And yeah. I, can't, I can't go back and watch that 1980s, uh, 1980 clip from the uh, U.S. Yeah. hockey team thing enough. Yeah. And so the other day... Graham and I, we watch a lot of these sports movies. Disney, of course, has a ton of them. Miracle, yeah. we watch with Kurt Russell. And the last however many seconds of the call, they switch from the acting piece, which is Al Michaels doing the yeah, rereading, yeah. to the live clip of him doing it. And it's uh, you just can't do it. Anyway, yeah. uh, love that guy. Yeah. Uh, Joe Buck. Like, yeah. why can't I have Joe Buck's life now, the thing in is, that the, job? Here's the thing for me is uh, there's, there's part of me way back in the history that says, I might have been able to have, maybe not, not the Joe Buck level, but I could have done that play-by-play gig. Um, I had a lot of experience uh, of it in college, uh, did a ton of it, won uh, both local, regional, and national awards, had a number of awards for play-by-play, and I huh. was really, really good hey, at basketball. great stuff. Yeah, and, and, but here's the reason, and, and people listening will understand this. I was really good at basketball because, surprise, I talk a little fast. You do talk fast. A bit. Yeah, just a bit. You could do hockey, too. Yeah, and that was the reason. I was able to give a lot of description into what was going on in the basketball court in a very finite amount of time. And I really tried to be precise on my descriptions because as a kid growing up, 
I hated listening to basketball on the radio because all it was is a guy, it was squeaky shoes and a guy going, and he takes it, Johnson misses. Uh, Thomas brings it up the court yeah, and passes to Williams. School stuff. Yeah. Williams scores. You didn't tell me anything about what happened. And I had the ability to tell you the defense is setting up this way. This is how the offense is setting up. This is where the point guard is going. We're doing this. You're seeing this. I would even check and tell you what's happening in the low block and what's coming across the key uh, because I had the ability to pack so much in in a quick time. And that was a skill. And I had a lot of people that appreciated you should it. Keep that going, man, because that no. might ward off the dementia gods, right? Yeah, there. It, it really would. But there was a point in which uh, there there was a decision made by some people in power, and and they liked someone else that was doing the play by play for uh, CU basketball better than what I could offer, and so then that I did not get that gig. I did it once, and oh, the man, person liked sucks. the other guy. But again, the other guy he had, went on to be Bob Costas. Uh, he went on. He's not even radio anymore. Oh <laughs> so, well. Yeah, but but it was again. Part of it was, and the reason they came to me was, the, the guy in charge said, I like your call. Your call is strong, but it's his turn. He'd been there longer. He'd been doing it. It's his gig. He's the next guy in line. I'm like, that's fine. And the nice part about it was he didn't say he's better or I'm better. He didn't say either one. He just said, I like your I like solid. You this is great. Oh. And do this. And this, but it's, this guy's shot. And since he was doing it, a lot of the fill-in things weren't there. And so I went in a different direction and ended up, unfortunately, here. So in part... If you do not want me here, listener, it's because of that. Because of bad choices, I should have been doing basketball. You would have loved me much more then. It just keeps getting worse. It It does. It just keeps getting worse. Yeah, so my bad life choices are why you are sad and frustrated in the morning. I apologize. Uh, Listen, someone just texted in, friend of the show, Aaron, who helps us with the This Day in History stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And says that Joe Buck is married to a graduate from Green Mountain High School. Wow. That's amazing. Now, either he lost a bet or she won a bet. Has to be, yeah. I, Has to be. I and I think it's probably a, a second marriage for Joe Buck, yeah. but I, I don't yeah. know. That's wonderful. But the fact that a Green Mountain Ram won isn't in custody. That's huge. Yes. And two, that they were able to make it out of our cow town here into the big leagues and marrying some guy who probably has jillions of bucks. I know. This says. Oh, yeah. Says she's 47 years old. The pictures, at least they put up here, do not look like she is 47 years old. But again, she, if you, all of us that have been in our 47s or are just getting there yeah. appreciate that a lot. Oh, I, do, yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate when you yeah. use the younger pictures. Thank you so much. Uh, says that uh, she's been married to Big Joe Buck since 2014, hey. which, if we're talking about this day in history, yeah. on this day 10 years ago, it was the dreaded Super Bowl involving the Seahawks and the Broncos. Oh, no. If you remember, that oh, was I that remember. year that Peyton Manning, who we had oh. grabbed up after the Colts threw him yeah. on the ash heap of history, and dude went on to set all of these offensive and quarterback records, you know, with the touchdowns and the passes yeah, yeah. and all the other voodoo stuff. And it turned out that's not what we needed to win. We needed to, one, yeah. not snap the ball through the back of the end zone to begin the game. That yeah. turns out to be bad. Yeah, that does. It's, but uh, it's an odd strategy to start out with. Though. It isn't. It's an it was odd a bold one. strategy. Because you know, normally <laughs> yeah. they script the first what fifteen twenty yeah. plays. Was that in there? Yeah, I know. Was that one in there? You know, guys, I got a surprise for him. Here's we're, what we're gonna do. Yeah, snap it over Peyton's head. We're going. They'll never. Expect we're it. gonna lull them yes. into a sense of <laughs> yes. false sense of security, yes. and then we're yeah. gonna come back and yes. really get they're blown like, out. Yeah, they're like, you know, remember those great Broncos teams in the eighties? How they, uh, oh how they God. surprised. The Redskins, with letting them score 40 points before deciding to play, that's our strategy, boys. You know, this is uh, this is a reminder of the yeah. score, if you don't recall, 42-8. to eight. 
I tried 42 to, to 8 to is a bloodletting. That was, that was really bad. Now, I got a side story on that one. Okay, one, as soon as – okay, because – you and I, growing yeah. up here in Colorado, yeah, that's right. we have PTSD based on Broncos Super Bowls. I have it very, very deeply. All of my friends, as we were headed into that Seattle Super Bowl, they're like, you excited about the Broncos? You excited about the Broncos? And I'm like, no. Kind of? No. Yeah. I, I have been hurt so many times before. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like, I'm not, I, I'm so worried. And as soon as the ball went over Peyton's head, I felt this dark cloud of doom. I went, oh, God, here we go again. It was like, it was like a sign. That said, this is going to happen. Now, the only person that had it worse that day yeah. than you or I yeah, yeah. or most listeners is my younger brother. Uh-oh. He had money my, on the game? No. It's, it's much, much, much worse. What? My younger brother has moved from this wonderful, wonderful state and has made a wonderful life and thing in the OK city of Seattle. Oh, wow. Uh, he's there as a lifelong Broncos fan. That's tough. hardcore Broncos fan. Uh, all of his friends, Seattle fans. Uh, he gets and he works in radio. He gets invited to the general manager's house uh, of the group of radio stations in Seattle that he works for. Oh boy, gorgeous house, giant TV. Uh, general manager has had the event catered for the Super Bowl so that he, the wife, the family don't have to do anything. All sorts of Seattle fans, all in their gear. He's the one dude wearing orange. Holy crap! And he's there, and the Broncos do that. And mm. this is how bad it was. It was a, aha, you suck, you suck, for about the first 20 minutes. And after that, it was everybody in a Seattle uniform coming over, putting their arm around him, going, buddy, it's going to be okay. Yeah. When, when the other team starts offering you condolences and you're not at halftime? No, but it was that <laughs> yes, bad. it was that bad. And yeah. I have sat there, and, I'm like, and he's like, it was one of the worst days of my life. And he's like, after all, you're just like, it sucks. But at least it was nice. You know, the friendships that he built and everything else was fantastic. But, they, were, they were destroyed. Yeah. And he lit the house on fire. They, uh, that, that's a, uh, a much larger version of my microcosm story, story yeah. from the same day. Yeah, I was driving up from Camp Pendleton where I yeah. trained some prosecutors, driving up to the brother-in-law's house up there near San Clemente. And they're all Seahawks fans. Oh, oh. And so, so in other words, gonna... they all have emotional problems. And <laughs> that's that's right. Okay, that's good. right. They've good. all okay, been yeah. abused. Yes. And so there's a picture at halftime of all of us sitting around kind of like the family room <laughs> couch. I'm wearing an orange and yeah. blue Hawaiian shirt. Like it's got nice. the flowers, but it's Broncos colors. Yeah, I've seen stuff. that one. It's, it's, it, you, that is one of the my favorite shirts you have. Yeah. yeah. And Everybody else is around, smiling, holding up a beer and stuff. There's one guy in the middle in orange, <laughs> and nobody knows that I photobombed yeah. this thing until later, and I'm doing this right here. <laughs> and just sitting there, yeah. no, no emotion. Yeah, just, and just, later yeah. on, G Gary texts me the picture. He goes, dude, classic. You yes. know, like, I did not see you do that when we took the picture. It was so brutal. The game was oh, over by halftime. That was, is fantastic. In it fact, was ugly. I appreciate that on a level that I don't think you really understand because my <laughs> My father, and again, love him so much. Uh, he had this thing about not really liking the family pictures, etc., yeah. and didn't want them shared and things like that. So he routinely would work the bird into family pictures. <laughs> the, yeah, the number of family pictures I have what? over the year where my dad is casually flipping the camera off. I love him to death for it. And sadly, sadly, or or for a better for worse, uh, my oldest son Max has picked that up as well. So that's his thing now. Too. Oh, that's it. Huh? Yeah, he will just. I mean, it's and it's be careful just, of the yeah. upcoming and wedding I, photos. And I, won't, and I won't do it in front of the camera. Things, Why not? but it is. It's things like you know, like you're, you're sitting there and everybody has their hand on the knees. Well, my dad, one of the hands on the knees is actually giving you the finger. I mean, so over and over and over. Oh, there was one where, you know, you're standing there, and it is in suit and tie. 
and he's got his hand on the breast of the jacket, except he's holding both sides Thank of it. Thank you for saying jacket. one of the one of the fingers is coming out, oh, <laughs> so he's sitting there like it's just yes. <laughs> I mean, that's what he did. It looks like so it almost looks like a tie clip, but for and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, uh, listen, yeah, we've had a couple dad. texts. I still like Dave Logan's call on Elway's first Super Bowl win. Oh yeah, Dave Logan does a great job. He he's Logan, been great. Yeah. Logan to me is one of those that I am surprised TV has not picked him up because. Again, for me, I'm looking for description and precision. Yeah. I can't find, and what I do is, yeah, you know, yeah. again, I've talked about this. That, um, yeah. When the teams, when our local teams are playing, I use our satellite service, uh, the the XMs and the Siriuses, to go and try to find the alternate broadcast. I, I have a lot of joy, and I find it very interesting to hear. I can't find another play-by-play guy on the radio in the NFL that comes close to Dave. I'm not talking about yeah. this guy's good, this guy Dave's a little better. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's pretty good. To me, it's not even close. Dave, to me, is on a level that is above anybody else that does it he, because of how he describes he it. He also builds a nice emotion into this. Oh, does he ever? Here we go. Yes. You know? and, and Here does, we go. He's yeah. at the 30. He's at the 25. Oh, it's wonderful. And, and not only that, but he talks to you about the set. He talks yeah. to you about them coming to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. He talks to you about substitutions. He lays the yeah. groundwork and allows you, if you're just listening to the radio, to see the game in a way nobody else does. Yeah. And why people that are running TV yeah. haven't picked him up and put him in that job is a crime. It is an, unless, he, unless they have come to him and said, hi, have you seen all this big pile of money we have? And he said, no, 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 I'm happy in Colorado. If he's happy in Colorado and he's rejected those, then I respect you even more. But it is a crime that someone hasn't grabbed him and has him doing that. And you know, and maybe he's, he's so just good. like, I'm happy where I'm at. Like the dude's been coaching high school yeah. football at a level that we've never seen before consistently. Yeah. He's never making, made that step kind of up to do the NCAA thing. It's, and all. He's, he's been offered it. I'm sure. That's what I'm no, saying is maybe. I, I know. I, I, oh, I know really? people that were involved in discussions. Recently? No, no, oh, no. Yeah. But, but I, I know people that were involved in discussions. But he didn't want to do it, right? No, like, he I, didn't. Now, again, it's not Dave's people. These are people that were on the other end oh, that yeah. said they reached out and this, and, and Dave demurred and said, no, no, because the coaching high school, yeah. it, it, it's something that gives him joy on a level that he doesn't experience anywhere yeah. else. There's yeah, something magic to him about that. shaping those young guys. Yeah, that's and, and again, and, and setting them up for success because – he knows, you know, from what I understand, he had people in his life at that time that then set him up for success. And it's almost that idea of giving back, the idea that if he can be that guy that can put these kids – and think about how much of a screw-up you were in, in, in high school. And a lot. Oh, my really God. Me, too. Uh, but a person that has that ability in that point in that child's life, that point in that player's life, to give them that direction, that hope, yeah. and that desire – it, it's it's next level, and so I can, I totally respect because college becomes something different. College, and I've, yeah. I've had a number of players and people that I know that have played college and then went on to play pro that we've talked about. That's different. The 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 real impact to get that drive to get them to the next level it happens here in high school. That's where that fire is lit, and that's why I love Dave here. Well, yeah. and these guys, whether they go on to play college ball or not, there's just that. I don't know that level yeah. of them. I don't know what the right word is, but they're impressionable. They're yeah. moldable. They're fixable. And, in some and I'm way. sure that your career in high school football, there are moments <laughs> there, but there are moments that you still look back on today. Things that you remember, both on the field and off the field, based on that experience that have shaped, you know, in some ways, some of the decisions that you make at times and, and some of the ways that you deal with even your kids. You know, now that yeah. I look at this thing, Billy, I'm going back looking at this Michelle Beisner, now Beisner yeah. Buck, if I'm saying that right. She was a Broncos cheerleader. I rem- oh. I remember her from back in the day, and uh, oh yeah, I yeah, Buck I'm, did himself well. 
I, I'm That's, not, uh, not going to ask any more questions. Very impressive. Nonetheless. I, I don't want to know where you uh, kept the calendar. Also on this day. Also, <laughs> nothing else we're going to talk about on this one? Also <laughs> on this day. Same day, by the way. 2014 on this day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a favorite actor of mine at the time, Philip Seymour Hoffman, found oh, wow. uh, dead of a heroin overdose in New York City. Oh, that is, that's that. crushing. That is crushing. I know. I mean, you think about all the great talent out there from Belushi to Farley to yeah. see, and, and others I can't remember. Yep. Just, I don't know. And, and, the yeah. one, and the one with Hoffman that hurt me a lot, because, again, super talented character actor. Oh, unbelievable yeah. Unbelievable yeah, depth was. that he could bring to the screen was, the thing that got me was, we know we understand yeah. the issues and the complications and what we have with with heroin and how hard it is and and again being the music l i, I can yeah. i can go laundry list of incredible rock you. stars that we've lost uh due to heroin and addiction and the idea that it, of one person that has the ability to leverage help the one oh, person the one person who has the ability to pick up that phone there are a lot of people out there that struggle that are struggling with addiction that don't have anyone yeah. we go down to step denver and we see people that are oh, struggling yeah, with addiction right. that they're bringing people off the streets yeah. they have no one to call philip seymour hoffman had the support oh, and the did. resources yeah, were available and still that drug had enough of a hold of him i'll bet you he had more support getting the heroin than he had probably trying absolutely. to help him get off absolutely. the heroin absolutely and that's and that's the thing is when he brought in you know um you know stefan tubbs yesterday and we're talking about speed uh, of heroin the, exactly the the dea when you talk about why it's such a problem why we have so many millions of heroin and heroin, uh, fentanyl pills coming over yeah, yeah. and how it's affecting our the drug supply and killing people that's it you had someone like philip seymour hoffman who had all the reasons and all the resources to not do it and that drug still had him. That's how hard it is. It's, yeah. So it's, that's, that's a, hard. That's, that's, really that's hard. a sucky yeah. one. Uh, he was also great in Scent of a Woman, where he played. Uh, yeah, exactly. But he yep. played the snotty rich kid who ends yes. up folding when Chris O'Donnell stands yeah. his ground. And I ought to take a flamethrower yes. <laughs> to this place. Um, I don't know why I suddenly made him Larry David with that accent, but that was that my was version though. of Al Although, Pacino. Although it would be funny to see Larry David do the Al Pacino role. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, speaking of things from that neck of the woods, yeah. uh, a city got started on this day back in 1653. At the time, they called it New Amsterdam. It is, of course, New York City. 1653, man. Which kind of explains the drugs. (laughs) Holy smokes. (laughs) Yeah. uh, That's a long time ago. Barbara Streisand's number one hit, The Way We Were. Oh, wow. 50 years ago today. 50 years, man. Wow. What? That's crazy. 1954, which gives us a full 70 years ago, the Nutcracker Ballet, choreographed by George Balanchine and uh, some other stuff here, Sugar Sugar Plum Fairy, opens in New York. That's great. And again, you only have to see the first half. You really, yeah. It is like it's, full metal really jacket. Is, yeah, yeah you only really need to see the first like half. Second jacket. half, largely useless. Yeah, you don't need to no, do that unless your kid is performing in it. Uh, also, and this is from our friend Aaron, the yeah. National League. The oldest existing major league professional baseball organization in the United States began play as the National League of Professional Baseball Clubs, 1876. Man, that is uh, that's the year we became a state. Yeah, Yeah. that's pretty magical. That is really cool. Those are the good ones. There's probably some other big history stuff in there. Oh, here's one. 
Oh, nope, that's just for tomorrow. We're not no, going to do it tomorrow. Nope, Can't no. do it. We're not here. Another amendment that got ratified, and you just don't get to know about it. I'm yeah, so sorry so that sorry. you're just going to have to wait yep. until Monday we, to get caught up on the news. We could have made you news. smarter, but that is not what we do. No, here. no, no. I mean, that's not our goal. No, our God, goal is no. to fill the time, yes. folks. I don't yeah, know if you've picked up on that. <laughs> the 6 o'clock hour is a bunch of banter. <laughs> yeah. People text some things in that let us know that the station is on. And thank you for doing that. We sure help. Really do appreciate. Sometimes we don't know when it's off the air. Here's another text. Billy, you almost make soccer sound good <laughs> nice job explaining that, that, that makes me that makes me happier than than you actually know that that's it's, it's absolutely wonderful because that is somewhat of my goal in life because it is an underappreciated sport but again i get it i totally understand why why a lot of people in america and even you text look at it and go god this sucks i i appreciate it i i get it man but you know i tell you uh you me bar beers give me about two games i'll turn you into a fan not one that's as crazy as i am but at least someone that will appreciate it when it's on so you can root for the U.S. But, again, it, it, it has to involve liquor at the first, at the first blush. Has to. Yeah, here's, uh, I believe the Seattle loss was at the Meadowlands. That is true. Maybe a little too close yeah. to Eli at the time. The Broncos' social headquarters was a boat. Some commentator said <laughs> That's the right. boat was a bad decision. Yes, yes. I, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I have heard so many things about the boat being such a bad decision. Yeah. Another, yeah. By the way, That's a suggestion great. for a future guest. Yeah. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, who I believe oh. is a lieutenant colonel. Uh, I and so. I ran into her at the Centennial Institute. And uh, you know who knows her because he, he hooked her up yeah. with that speaking gig is a guy named uh, Hef Junt. I've heard Jeff about Hunt. that. I've, yeah, Jeff I've heard that. Yes. Yeah. That, so maybe maybe That's we can leverage that relationship yeah. for something. Uh, just a lot of good stuff here. This ain't basketball. Slow down. <laughs> 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 I appreciate that. And, um, again, text, I have no idea how it struggles because, again, the words and the voices in my head talk really fast. It is really noisy yeah. inside my head. And I do have several placards that say slow down. There's one when I'm doing my weekend uh, FM radio show stuff that I put in front of me every weekend, slow down. It's Yeah, that, is, that has been a problem. I have had bosses come to me and go, wait, stop, rewind. I can't go Billy Speed. And so, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. So, you know, on those Audible books, yeah. you can vary the speed. And I oh, liked, yeah. I'd like to try to listen to books at about a 1.4, yeah. 1.5, which you think to yourself at first, oh, my God, there's no way I can yeah. keep up. Somehow your brain keeps up, yeah. right? Like you're able to get this yeah. stuff. For you, Billy, it would be to slow it down. You're like in yeah. the old Star Trek uh, show with the Tribbles. Do you remember yeah. the Tribbles? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they're... I had a Tribble. Is it the Tribbles? Yeah, or is... the tribbles. No, it's not the, the Tribbles. tribbles. The, fu- the fuzzy ones. They're the fuzzy ones. No, it's the one where the, the, the society or whatever is operating yeah. at that super high level where it sounds like mosquitoes. Like... Oh, yeah. yeah. And then when they get super accelerated, everyone yeah. else... You need to be brought down... <laughs> From whatever the hell that was. It wasn't the Tribbles. You know, it was the, the something else. This is the odd thing is uh, beer does that really well. <laughs> does it really does well? It really? You yes. slow down with the beer? Yes. Yes. Interesting. It is. It's really weird. A lot of my friends. And, okay. Um, and, again, texture. Uh, this is how I understand how fast I talk in things. Um, just recently, from my wife. Uh, she she had said to slow up. down. <laughs> Uh, there's so many things I could say. <laughs> I know. And they're all thinking <laughs> yeah, them. They're, Believe they me, they're are. thinking them. The, uh, uh, she came, she wakes up. I'm up in the morning doing some radio. She wakes up. She comes downstairs, and I start talking to her. And she, she has her cup, cup of coffee. She turns towards me and goes, hang on a second. You're a bit much right now. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry. Yeah. 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 Take like, I your get it. Uh, Ritalin or whatever yes. it is that they prescribe exactly. you at that age. I don't yeah. know if you're allowed now, to have that. Here's the thing. You know, talk about the podcast and you listen at one point time speed, one point, uh, yeah. one five. I listen at 2.5. 
What? Yeah. That's okay, what now I'm about. pretty sure that sounds like... It goes... It goes yeah, it's really quick. Yeah, I listen at 2.5 normally. I don't... I I'm going to try it just to see, but that that's the yeah. one where if your mind wanders, you miss a page. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I don't and think again, I can do that. I don't do it on all of them, but there are very specific ones that, yeah, sometimes I'll go back down to like two times speed, but if I, I really prefer to do two and a half because it goes, it goes really, really fast. Yeah, it does. It really quickly. Well, of course. Um, but I'll slow Why down. three? For, yeah, for some of them, I'll go down to two. And that that's a really nice that seems very casual to me and very easy because that's normally what's happening inside my head. Minimum. Yeah, it's again, it's not easy. Uh, and they have good ideas, though. All the people. That's yeah, I'm sure they ideas. I'm sure they do. In fact, you're not even <laughs> listening to Audible. <laughs> no, no, no. That's there's a monologue. There's several monologues going on inside this head all the time. And yeah, our friend Corey says, I have the same problem. Billy friend told me this. Your mouth is just trying to keep up with your brain. Yes. Yeah. Normally, when we are talking, I'm three or four sentences ahead. Is that normally? It? Yeah. Normally, no, that's good minimum. for speechifying. And oh stuff. yeah. That's minimum. good for that. Would be yeah. good for trial work. Yeah. It's and that's sometimes why I flip names like the Anthony Gordon and the yeah the, those and yeah that's why because I'm so far down the road that that's you've already skipped crumbles. past that you yeah. missed it in the yeah, Rolodex that, that in it that in the details doesn't matter at that point. So somebody yeah. also suggested, hey, let's do something super crazy and break at six ten. Well, that I wish I'd have read that one earlier. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll have to break at the time. Here's what we could do. We could yeah. break now, give you time for the Thorpe Why report, not? and actually maybe even get in the sound and the music. Wow. And, and do we have an advertiser for the uh, you We choose got lots of advertisers. <laughs> <laughs> the one I've got to pick is <laughs> which, who do I want to cash the check from and which one is not going to get us in trouble with HR? Let's, let's do this. <laughs> let's cut away for a break. We'll come back. This is uncharacteristic. I think we've been in the 40s every day for the, well, in 2024, as far as I know. Hey, stick around. It's George Brockler, 710 KNUS. George Brockler back with you here, 710 KNUS. Puxatani Phil tells us there's going to be an early spring summoned from his tree stump in Gobbler's Knob. Billy, was that going to be part of your news? Uh, well... There's so many things I could say about Gobbler's Knob, but no, I'm not going to include that. Well, I know that's, that was your. That's, for, that's for I know that was your nickname in college. Yes, that was my dancer name. <laughs> that yes. is, it still is. <laughs> yes. Early spring, folks. Thank you, Puxatani Phil. And last, a text from Alexa. Don't break it all the first hour. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. Can't. Well, and we should have taken her up on that. Let's get right to yeah. it. It's the Thorpe Report with Billy T. <laughs> hey, good morning. We had a strong storm that is going to lead to possible several inches of snow in our mountains, and we could get some rain and snow in and around Denver. When Storm watches in effect for most of the higher elevations. Uh, so watch out this weekend. Just going to get colder and probably see some rain moving into our metro area tonight. Uh, construction continues at a micro community in Denver's Overland neighborhood. But that's kind of a surprise because a neighborhood group had won an appeal earlier in the week saying no more construction. Let's take a pause and figure this out. Wow. The, the city, surprisingly enough, said, no, 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 no. We're just going to keep doing this. Um, the city has filed an immediate secondary permit, which was granted. So that's why they were allowed to continue work, which is fair. Again, that's your government in action, people. The, the people went there and they said, no, 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 uh, we, we don't want this happening. So the court said, yes, I will stop this permit from happening. So the city went and just got a different permit.
That's genius. I know. That's Jeez. the kind of thing my kids would do. <laughs> exactly. The details of the promise. <laughs> I know. Uh, Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser, friend of the show, announced yesterday that the state is going to receive almost $6 million as part of a national opioid lawsuit settlement. He said he promptly made reservations for Hawaii. Uh, Public's health. Uh, That's a have, great one. I may have added that. That's um, great. <laughs> Public's uh, health has agreed to pay $350 million to several states impacted by the way that it marketed opioids. That's interesting that they got the people that were advertising the pills, not just the pill makers. I think that's a really interesting yeah, court case. The other part of this thing that nobody talks about yeah. is that money, which Phil got in our name, on yeah. our behalf, yes. because of damages done to us. Yep, yep, yep. That money does not go to the state treasury what? to be distributed by our legislature. Instead, it's these custodial funds where Phil gets to decide how they get dispersed throughout the state. So a guy who wants to be governor, this has been going on for years, gets to show up in communities far and wide and say, I'd like to give grants away to your community. Oh, this this is real. This is uh, this is taking place every day. I'm sure it is, but here's the idea. This is why I think it's so funny, is of course the government set up the, set up the idea and the functionality. Of course they would go, well, you know, if we get a whole bunch of free money from people because they did some bad stuff, uh, the one thing that we shouldn't do is allow the elected representative right. to decide yeah, do it. how to distribute it. We need to keep this secret in this other group of pile, and then we can decide what to do it. I'm like, ooh, the, this, that's a shrewd move. This would be the equivalent of ridiculous. super plaintiff's attorney uh, yeah. Dan J. Kaplis. Yes. Getting a huge settlement for someone yeah. and then going and telling them, I know how to spend this money for you. And they'd be like, but yes. wait, didn't I? Am I not the one that suffered the injuries? Yes. like, you, no, no, yes. I got this. I got this. Have you invested in the Daniel J. Kaplan's retirement fund? <laughs> right. Like, I, yes. I really feel like what you want to do <laughs> yeah. is to put on a deck on the side of your house. Yeah. Like, and, I, don't, I don't need a deck on the and, side of my and house. And then on the side of my house. Yeah. And, and a, yeah. a third swamp cooler. Like, yeah. I don't need a yep. third yeah. swamp cooler. The one's fine. You know, like, yes. I, I got no. this. Don't now, worry about you've, it. You've heard all those advertisements on the air, people wanting you to buy gold i have got the real secret the next big thing pogs that 90s game <laughs> i've got boxes up there buy the, these pogs this is just such a scam that yes. phil is out there running around oh, yeah getting money on our behalf for our injuries and yes. then saying i know how to spend this i got I it i got it from yeah. here thank yes. you colorado because <laughs> already i was so involved in that discussion about grocery mergers <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what are we doing to ourselves? All right, about 80 large dogs removed from a lion's property after the tenant ex- was accused of operating an unlicensed pet animal facility called Just for Jack's Ranch and Sanctuary. Uh, they were served an eviction notice, oddly enough, because didn't have any of the permits. That's weird. You'd think that would have Denver could get them some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think that would have come up earlier. There's also a texter who said, I really appreciate Billy referring to Phil as yeah. friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it when you get the little jokes oh, to sprinkle in here. Uh, the Aurora Police Department is investigating after a man was fatally shot in Aurora yesterday morning. Happened in the, tw- in the 12... Oh, wait, 12,100, that's an easy word, uh, block of East Floyd Avenue. Just after 10 in the morning, officers arrived and found a 33-year-old man suffering from a gunshot wound. They performed life-saving actions until medical personnel arrived. He was taken to the hospital and passed away from his injuries. Investigations going on. No arrests have been made. Speaking of investigations, our Colorado Bureau of Investigations is going to spend about $7.5 million to remedy problems with DNA samples. They discovered anomalies in DNA testing work of one Yvonne Missy Woods last year and started internal and criminal investigations. She worked for CBI for 29 years and left the agency before the publicly announced anomalies in November, but evidently she was uh, cutting corners on the work. Buddy, I, and I'm certain she has testified in the 18th Judicial District sure, yep, while I was DA yep. all over the state, man. She would go yep. all over the state. 
I wonder if that cut in the corners thing is going to result in any cases being upended. I'm sure of it. I'm sure someone's going to get it. Yeah. Um, A man walked into, and again, the idea is they're going to be criminals that are not going to be held responsible for their crimes because someone involved in the process decided to not do their job properly. Just craziness. The worst part would be if there were people that were, and I, this one's harder for me to to think happened much because the way the DNA works, but there could be somebody sitting in prison who isn't good for the crime. Like that's worse to me than the idea that we end up cutting some of these guys loose a little early. Like if there's someone in there rotting away because somebody forgot to carry a two or something like that. Exactly. Like Like, what? What is this? And this is an interesting idea. A man walked into a Boulder car dealership, picked out a shiny new GMC pickup truck, wrote them a $92,000 check, and they just gave him the keys. Oddly enough, who the takes check checks. Who takes checks, man? Exactly. Who does? Especially a personal check, not not a money order, <laughs> or a cashier's check, something like that. I gotta I mean, believe somebody at that dealership isn't employed today. Yeah, exactly. Someone in the finance department is probably uh, looking for a new job. It's Mike Maroney, GMC dealership in Boulder, called Weld County Sheriff's Office to report the stolen truck. Obviously, they were able to track it down because those new trucks have things like OnStar and GPS. Mm. So they found it uh, in a Pike National Forest parked in a snowed-in forest road. And uh, also, Jefferson County wants to make the punishment for hurting their canine officers greater than it currently is because uh, they go on hundreds of calls per year. But the punishment for injuring or even killing one of the four-legged officers is much different than killing the human officers. I'll take that. And I'll I that. get it. But, uh, yep. but again, uh, should it be equal? Probably not. But should we no, increase it? Absolutely. Yeah. Those dogs are there to do a job. You know what the dog's doing. Yep. You're going to injure or hurt that dog. To That's me, right. it's the same as attacking a human that is wearing the badge. You're attacking a member of law enforcement. Now, will I hold the punishment equivalent because it's a dog for a human? No. But should it be similar? Hell yeah. Uh, would I vote for uh, the punishment being taking the person that killed the canine dog and putting them into a room with trainee dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I that. or the cop snakes. Yep. Like what happens when oh, the yeah. cop snakes are doing their job? Exactly. And people come along and try to choke the snake out or I something know. or yeah, wing it around because it has a guinea pig in its exactly. mouth or that's something. That's the one like thing that. that you are not allowed to do is choke the snake, especially in front of other people. <laughs> and God, I think my man. job is done here. <laughs> back to you, sir. Well, there's no better way to end this week on that Thorpe Report. Listen, stick around. We're going to come back, and I think we're going to be able to get some music and an advertiser on this Friday edition of You Choose the News. Stick around. George Brocker, 710 KNUS. George Brockler back with you here, 710 KNUS. Let's do it the right way. It's time for you choose the news. William? Wait, the right way? <laughs> you haven't been paying attention to the show? I get, yeah, well, I, I guess it's all relative. <laughs> yeah, it is true, sir. All righty, yes, it is the loser edition of You Choose the News. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Loser! Let's go. Loser! You're a loser! The Losers Club. Bunch of losers. You're such a loser. You made me feel like a loser! She's a loser. You are such a loser. Loser. Yes, it is the loser edition. These are the stories that George deemed unworthy of discussion earlier in the week, but they get a second shot at glory. You know how you play this game. Uh, Stupid stories. We scour the internet, give them even dumber headlines to play this game because people in charge have no idea. They don't wake up until later. So, all righty, sir. And we have a very special advertiser that has rushed a check. Oh, sweet. They are paying double in order to make sure they are done with the petition today. So it is very important. Here we go, sir. Your choices this morning. School bans advertising. Headline number two, it's all about the Benjamins. Headline number three, that's not a souvenir. And headline number four, your EV is hungry. 
That's not a souvenir. That is not a souvenir. We're going to Mason County, Washington. The Mason County Sheriff's Office is asking people to uh, please return their radar trailer. Yes, the, you know, the little thing they put at the side of the road and you drive by and it says, your speed is 45 miles per hour and then tells you to slow down or something. Well, uh, someone absconded with their trailer recently and they would like it back. Uh, they said that you need to be looking for a white male, apparently in his 30s, cruising in a black 90s Ford short box truck because evidently he came up and uh, attached himself to the, uh, uh, the uh, radar trailer and just took it home, thinking that maybe he what? brings it home. Yeah. Now, you know what I've done? I, and now, again, I'm not always the best example for children. Uh, surprise. Not always. Not always. I appreciate you no. left the door open for sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Um, I might have enlisted um, two of my children. Uh, we had one of those speed uh, trailers in our neighborhood at one point over near the, um, the park. I might have enlisted uh, my kids to help me make large cardboard signs in which we hung underneath the, tra- the uh, trailer. And it said, high score, 97. <laughs> Might have done that. Perfect. <laughs> Might have. Already, right, sir. Next choice. Uh, school bands advertising all about the Benjamins. Your EV is hungry. Benjamins. It is all about the Benjamins. Brown, Yale, Columbia are going to have to pay $62 million oh in a lawsuit because they were favoring wealthy applicants over kids that actually had the grades. Surprise. Shocker. Like, that never happens. Yes. In this lawsuit, even University of Chicago. You mean Chicago, non-Asians. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chicago, Vanderbilt, Emory, Rice have already reached settlements in this case. Basically, they found out that uh, uh, the kids that have the big, big, big bank accounts were getting into the schools despite having scores that many times wouldn't even qualify them for those schools. But bank account. Uh, they also went in and found that legacy admissions to many of those Ivy League schools and everything else, oddly enough, when the family's bank account starts draining and they don't reach a certain level, legacy admissions don't get admitted anymore. That's weird, huh? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that is. Yeah, weird. when the family's no longer rich, and they don't do the legacy thing? Huh. That's odd. It's, it's weird. It's the almost homeless as if, don't have legacy yeah. options. I mean, it, well, it's, you know. it's almost as if the, the, the legacy thing didn't matter and it was more about the Benjamins. But who knew? I don't know. I'm, done. It's just, I'm just spitballing here. Let's do it. All right, school bans advertising or your EV is hungry. Your EV is hungry. Your EV is hungry. Yes, sir. Uh, now, people that drive EVs have a little bit of a problem uh, that they may not tell all of us about. This comes to us from the Miami Herald and especially EV Garage Miami. That is a Sweetwater repair shop that says, man, your EV is hungry because it's constantly eating tires. One of the low-key problems with having an EV has to do with the torque. Has to, and they take off the line so quickly, you end up wearing down the tires between 7,000 and 10,000 miles on average. 7,000 wow. to 10,000 having to replace tires. That's a lot. Yep, they actually talked to Nick Semmel. Uh, he owns a Mercedes EV, and he said, listen, if they told me that I was going to have to replace these tires every 6,000 miles, I wouldn't have done it. So that's it, sir. That is the end of today's You Choose the News and our proud sponsor today. Yes, friend of the show, Phil, has rushed in a check. We are proud to announce, to announce it is time to announce a new program, Professor Phil's Hugs for Criminals. Yes, it's helping the criminal, helping understand the grouches oh, in society. Yes, you, sir, need to understand it is not the criminal's fault, even though they made a bad series of choices. It's because you don't understand them. See, if you love them more, you would understand why they want the stuff you have and would just give it to them. <laughs> Professor Phil's Hugs for Criminals, starting today. I uh, Hug a thug, I think, is some of the t-shirts that they sell. Hey, listen, uh, when we come back, Josh Scharf, he's going to be with us. Super smart guy. Stick around. George Brockler, 710 KNUS.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.